Welcome to episode 41 of the Ministry at Scale podcast. I'm your host, Chad Williams. Join us as we discuss trends, learn from experts, and share practical tips to help your ministry multiply its digital impact. Today, we're going to be learning some keen insights from a leader who is gifted in starting and growing ministries. You know, God may not be calling all of us to be a founder of a ministry or a business, but he does call us to work with excellence in the areas that he has us planted. If your ministry touches digital in any way, you need to attend 5Q's Digital Ministry Conference on October 6th and 7th. I'll share more about this great event at the end of the show, but you can go to digitalministryconference.com right now to learn more. So um, I, at times it's a frustration, but even within that frustration, it's God's love towards me. Um, of, of give me a chance to see a bigger picture, to observe obstacles that are there that I may not have given thought of because I'm so ready to get on and get it done, get it built. Welcome to the Ministry at Scale podcast. I'm your host, Chad Williams. Well, today I'm excited to have Adrian Reed with Victory Gardens of the Caribbean with us. So Adrian, as I've gotten to know him, he has two passions. One is entrepreneurship and another is Jesus Christ. And I'm excited to hear how he's taken those two passions and combined them to create movements to impact his people. In addition to running several businesses, he's most recently launched Victory Gardens of the Caribbean, which provides education, products, services to empower Caribbean families to become more self-sufficient, and also Tree of Life Ministries, which is devoted to helping start other ministries that have a passion for, for solving some of the problems that, that, are, that, are, that are going on in the Caribbean. And so, Adrian, thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having me, Chad. So, so first of all, so you got to explain your, your, your heart and your passion is for the people of the Caribbean, but you're in Geneva. Right. You're yeah. in Switzerland right now. So yeah, yeah. I got my time zones all mixed up when we got on the call this morning. So yeah, this so afternoon. Story, yeah. So I mean, I've been, of course, in the Caribbean for a great deal of my life. Um, I was actually born in the UK, left mm. UK, lived, lived in the States for a while, moved to Caribbean, moved back to the States. So I've, 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 I've been around, but I spent most of my life um, really in the Caribbean. So, of course, you know, a lot of my heart and passion would be for um, the people and the islands there and just being just seeing the potential that lies there, um, what God would love to do in and through and among the people of the, of the Caribbean um, is what fires me up to seek to see God's dreams and passions really come to life and come to bear within um, that region. Because at the end of the day, that's really what's about, you know, um, Christ seeing the desire of his heart um, manifested and put a smile on his face. And that's what life is really about, at least for me, at least. And, um, you know, and in that way, we started, we started, we started some work in the Caribbean, and um, one of which you mentioned would have been Victory Gardens. Um, so should I get some, some contacts with that, or should I, you ask more questions? Yeah. or Yeah, yeah. So, so, so for, just talk us through, so your heart and passion is in the Caribbean. Just talk us through your life experience. What brought you to the place where you've taken entrepreneurship and sure. passion for the gospel, passion for the people of the Caribbean? And just, just talk, talk to us about your life experience around those. Yeah. So um, funny because I've always had um, a, a passion for, for starting things, a passion for seeing what's not there and what could be there. Um, um, a passion for entrepreneurship that's always been a part of my passion, of my heart. But at the same time, um, equally, or well, probably more so, is a passion for the church, passion for the gospel, passion for Christ. 
And I've always wondered, well, can those two things really mix? Can it be, is it seasonal? Like do one in one season and the other one another season or are they yeah. mixed together? And I remember having a period of time where I wasn't really sure what a life like that looked like. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I, you know, it caused me some, some bit of angst, um, wondering if I'm missing out, if I'm doing something wrong, if I'm weird, if I'm, you know, not like other not like my other Christian brother. What's, what's, what's wrong with me? <laughs> you know what I mean? What's wrong with you, Adrian? Yeah. Um, coming to the place with Lord saying, Adrian, um, nothing's wrong with you um, at all. Um, this is the design that I've given to you and I've given to you for a very specific reason and a purpose. And it's, it's to create space, pioneer new movements, encourage other believers, be the first to catch my heart on something um, be brave enough to go and start it. Um, let others mm. see you doing it, and then it emboldens them to follow you and do the same thing. And it snowballs. So mm. I've come to appreciate myself to be somewhat of a fire starter, a catalytic leader, whatever word you want to use. And I'm now in a part of my life where I'm quite comfortable with that, um, quite at peace with that, and enjoying it to the max. <laughs> Oh, I, I love that. I'll, you are not weird at all. In fact, that's, uh, I mean, what you just described is almost, a, I, I heard myself in that and got, kind of got chills down my spine because uh, oh wow, I'd always had a conviction of wanting to spend my time on things that had eternal significance, which is people and God's word. And yet yeah. I've had, like you, a calling to entrepreneurship and had wondered how those things would mix and mesh. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, after serving in a ministry for a number of years, I mean, God called me to start 5Q and uh, doing Beautiful. work for ministries. And so and I, love I, love, I love what you describe. You, you've really, you've taken your entrepreneur flair and applied it to ministries and to movements. And uh, yes, it, it, yeah, yeah. So just, just talk to us, talk to us, start with about the Tree of Life Ministries. Just talk sure, about what sure. you're doing there. And, uh, and, and then specifically, as you share some of the Tree of Life Ministries and some of the things you're doing there, what are, are the are the areas around the digital side of things that you've been able to mesh and make that a part of it? Okay, okay. Well, I'll probably flip this a bit on that one and do the um, VG first because that birth one. So I'll probably start with Perfect. the parent and yep. go, go, go with the child. Yep. So back in Barbados, I would say in two years ago, um, the Lord really impressed upon my heart to start a ministry called In Light of Jesus Christ. And the heart of that ministry is to bring Christ's wisdom and love to bear on everything that, that is human, everything that um, can be called human life. Christ has a word, a mind, a heart, a wisdom for it. And my desire was to let humanity, the church know, and humanity in broader know that Christ has an answer, a word for everything and anything. Mm. Um, and I really do believe that for the bottom of my heart. And during that time, our government was really struggling um, with some corruption issues. Our economy was tanking. People were... Um, fearful of job loss, the economy was constricting. So it was really time of real panic in the country, both church-wise and nation-wise. And the Lord put it on my heart, Adrian, I want you to share my mind with the people as well as economics. Show them from mm -hmm. scriptures, economics, my thoughts, my patterns, my ways, so that they, they can see and discern where they are, what's happening, and not be afraid, know that God's in control still. So we did that, and we did a five-part series on, on God's heart and economics and, and it went, went really well. People gave really glowing testimonies about it, how it changed your life. Uh, one that I remember that stuck with me was one said she, she felt like she sat in the University of Jesus Christ 
Mm-hmm. I've made that, I, I couldn't receive any higher glowing recognition than those words. So it's like, mm-hmm. we did it, guys. We, 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 we hit our objective. They saw Jesus Christ. And um, one of the things that God spoke to our hearts during that conference was about the nation spend and our, our trend towards materialism and consumerism. And that being a big root of our economic challenges um, that we've given over ourselves to the lust of the eyes pretty much. And, and to start, um, stop being consumers and being producers and stock your food. That was the command. So start being producers, stop being consumers and start with your food. So out of that, we started a, a work called Victory Gardens Caribbean. And that aim was to encourage the church specifically, but the nation in general, to each household to start a home garden, start small, start growing some vegetables outside, some tomatoes outside, you know, and we pushed that in the nation. And we did it as a pilot, thinking we'll probably get like 50 people to come on board and start it as a small ball movement. We actually had 400 people come on board and we had to, um, we were overwhelmed with the, with the responses. So the government got on board in partnership. We had companies come on board in partnership and people began to, grow their own food and get excited about it and up to now they still talk about it in the chat group up to now two years later they're still um, growing and exchanging ideas for growing food and stuff so I'm really happy to see that that seed was planted and is bearing um, fruit um, and that's an example of what I'm saying that Christ has a, a word of wisdom um, for everything that affects our nations everything that affects our countries it's just a matter of listening and seeing where it's in scriptures applying it in context to our time and um, people like yourself, Chad, who have a burden for entrepreneurship and ministry, that's making it happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, and, so uh, victory. Let me ask you, just Victory Gardens. So, so I've not been to the Caribbean, but how? Like, are people planting gardens on, like, in their in their backyards or on their apartment decks, like with yeah, with plant yeah, plants? Yeah, yes. Just talk to us what that looks like there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, in the Caribbean, you know. Agriculture is not seen as a, a, a big thing or something to get into. It's what people who do who are poor or who are uneducated or whatever the case may be, that a mindset towards agriculture. But the reality is that no country can develop beyond agriculture because we all got to eat. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. care if you got drones flying through the air, if you have AI, you can do whatever. At the end of the day, we got to eat some apples, we got to eat some bananas, we got to eat right. some food, right? right. Well, I live in <laughs> so, Iowa, which is okay. big ag country. And so, oh, is, so, is. so, so, yeah, so we have a garden in our backyard and yeah, there you absolutely. go. There you yeah. go. So you, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and so to help bring that mindset to the island, to the nation again. And um, yeah, people began to grow food in their gardens, in the backyards, in the patios. Hmm. They were showing pictures of what they're doing, sharing That's ideas awesome. of how to get their crop to grow better. Um, community was growing. We, we, we saw some salvation happen. Of that many people got saved out of it. Hmm bless and put his hand on it and it just it was an encouragement to obey god and follow where he's going and see what yeah. he does you know yeah. um so that fired me up to start more things no that's so your pilot group of 50 grew to 400 how did the word get out how did you get the word out about that what did oh sure good what did yeah. you do from a marketing or distribution or communication standpoint sure so we had a small team small team a team of four so we, of course, did the usual Facebook. Um, so we did that. We created a Facebook group. Um, we did Facebook ads on that. Um, we used radio um, as well. Um, and, of course, word of word of mouth. Um, I think we did, we did some Instagram 
um, as well. So I think those were the primary ways um, that we went about it. Um, and, so let me ask you. Oh, yeah, on and, of course, and, and, and WhatsApp. On WhatsApp. Well, sure. That's probably yeah. pretty big down in your, in yes. your area. What's happening? Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm curious how much of that was paid advertising, like on your radio spots, was that in, in the United States, they might call it PSA public service announcements. And so you don't have to pay yeah. for them or did you have to buy space on those different platforms? No, no. Um, and funny thing, they, they approached us asking us to talk about it. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, so, so we got some free PSAs as you, as you call them. Um, yeah. and that went well. Oh yeah. I almost forgot. We also did, um, old fashioned newspaper okay. as well. Um, so, um, that well, you said that old fashioned newspaper. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I mean, it, you know what I mean? Or, you know, people, some, some of the people in marketing think that, you know, it's, it's all, all hat, but newspaper still has its place and think yes. it always has its place to some degree, not to be spread of digital, but yeah. it has its place. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially for yeah. local communities. I mean, I, and we get our, I live in, live close to a town of about 8,000 and you know, there's nothing, nothing like in that local paper every day, seeing what's going on. I know. I agree. So, so, I agree. So, yeah. so, so victory gardens led to what next? Yes. So with that success, we felt, you know what, we want to help other churches birth ministries that can um, save souls as well as impact the nation. And we wanted to create a, a training program that would help, um, believers to, um, to do that but um i guess you, you're like me in that i'm the type of guy that is driven by by zeal and the lord always has to kind of tempt me and slow me down and, and, and moderate me and stuff so I, i'm pretty sure you you know what, what, what that hand feels like yeah so so i've learned over the years that zeal is important but it must weigh on god's word and timing for you know to do what you have to do so with that said, you know, the God did bring out a word to my heart from Habakkuk. I'm thinking it's in chapter three, where it talks about um, the, the, there was no food in the stall, the figs were dying, and it ends off by saying, um, and God um, gave him hind's feet um, as a poet, yeah, um, he was standing on mountains. And in that, God was showing me that, you know, God didn't change the environment. What he did, he brought change to that individual. He brought change to Habakkuk. He, it was a change, an innovation, a modification from human feet to hinds feet. So change was the more that God used mm. to give him the ability to thrive in a not so good environment. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, oh, innovation, change, new capacities. I got you, God. I'm ready to go. So with that in mind, <laughs> um, we decided to craft out the theology for that and help churches growing that. And that's at the same time that I actually came across Tabitha um, and her program Innovate. Mm-hmm. And it dovetails so beautifully in terms of, I was bringing a lot of the theology and some of the practical stuff. Um, Innovate, they were bringing a lot of some of the tools of design thinking. And that merger is what really birthed um, um, Tree of Life to, to be what it is today. And uh, it was so um, serendipitous of when that timing happens, so we knew it was God saying, Go for this. I got you. I got you. Go, get it done. And uh, we had some wonderful blowing testimonies again from those who went through the process, our pilot. And um, so they are now um, launched. So one has launched their ministry already, and others are in the process of launching ministries. So our heart is just to gather people um, together who have a heart, a burden for any type of ministry, and mm-hmm. we will facilitate you to do that. So we we'll give you the tools, how to design it. We want to be able to provide financing and some C finance um, for that ministry. Hmm. We want to provide prayer support 
um, for that ministry. We want to be able to provide a community to share your burdens, your trials, your successes, your scars, your wounds um, with other soldiers and trenches. Because, um, yeah, do it, living on the front lines is like the same thing as living in the benches. It's just not. All right. Yeah. yeah. And some you share your stories and be like, what are, you talk, what are you talking about? You know, but you want to talk to a brother who knows, yeah, I know what it is. I know what it is to be rejected. I know what it starts. I'm mean, going to fail. Yeah. I know what it is to share my vision. And people look at you like, that would never work. What are you talking about? And and you can share those experiences with others who are like you and being find encouragement in the Lord and through each other. So that's really what we're seeing to do with Tree of Life. Um, it's called the Tree of Life in the Vision Hub. So that's really the heart behind that. That's awesome. Great, man. You brought up several things, a lot of different directions that, that want to go. Sure. With. First, you mentioned Tabitha, which is Tabitha Capic, and we actually interviewed yes. here her on this podcast. Uh, I think about three episodes ago. So if you go, uh, if you want to listen to one of an awesome, awesome interview talking about innovation, design, design thinking, those kinds of things, and it sounds like Tabitha and her organization helped you with some of that as you were launching that ministry. Oh, definitely, awesome. definitely, 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 definitely. Um, it, it was pivotal. And um, I'm so thankful that we got to meet them. That's great. And you, you also mentioned the verse in Habakkuk, or Habakkuk, however a person pronounces yes. that. And it, it, it reminded me, I mean, that verse the, about the hinds feet on high places reminded me of a book that uh, my wife and I read when we were younger. I think it's maybe even a book of kind of, it's kind of a classic of uh, a missionary, uh, Hannah, Hannah Hennard. Um, of poetry, and I'm not a big yeah, poetry yeah. guy, but it was it was it was pretty interesting to uh, to, to follow that. Brilliant. You you mentioned how you a lot of times are led by like you have a zeal for something, but you have to learn. You you mentioned like a, what tempers you is God's timing. Yes, and I, I, I'm learning that. Yeah, yeah, and. How, what are other things that temper you? Cause I can also like for myself, it's surrounding me with the right people that think differently than I do. So oh, that yes. it, it, it helps like ironing sharp, iron sharpening iron, that kind yeah. of thing. So what are some of the other ways that, that, that help that, that you use in your decision-making process when you sure. feel a prompting, how do you know it's actually God prompting and not just your own, your own self prompting it. So it's, yeah, it's really good through your, your thinking, your process on that. That's really good. It's really good. So I'll give you a practical and then a framework. So I'll be mentioning other people, my, my wife. Yeah. My wife is God's yardstick, dude. <laughs> oh, that's a great <laughs> quote. I think that's cool. Um, so, yeah, boy. So, so yeah, so God will use her because she's the definite opposite of me. So if I'm go, 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 she's like, mm -hmm. wait and see, measure, let's check it out first. So um, and at, at times it's a frustration, but even within that frustration, it's God's love towards me. Um, of, of giving me a chance to see a bigger picture, yeah. to observe obstacles that are there that I may not have given thought of because I'm so ready to get on and get it done and get it built. Yeah. Um, so she is a, oh God, I can't just begin to talk about how often she is as a help me in that regard. Yeah. Um, so yeah. But even on, so a, a good thing I was thinking about is the, 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 the creation, right? So if you picture the creation, you had um, all three parties involved. So the Holy, the, Holy, the Holy Spirit is the first one mentioned. It says he's there hovering over the waters. Mm -hmm. So the Holy Spirit always, always, always speaks about God's activity, um, God's zeal. He's there, he's up front, he's ready. But even though he's um, in his zeal ready state, he does not do one thing until he receives the word of God. Mm -hmm. So he does not act until he hears, let there be light. Mm -hmm. So 
when when the word of God comes as a rima word, and it, and it that is what gives me permission to act on my zeal. So until I have a rima word from God, I try to hold back. And that rima word can come from either reading the scriptures, mm-hmm. it can come from unity of other brothers talking, it can come from me um, looking at life and God beginning to just give me a sense of what's happening. There are different modes you can use, but for me, the trigger is once God reveals to me His word that revelation is, is permission. Hmm. So if me wants that revelation, um, it's permission to start. Hmm. And then matter of, okay, details, how and with who and stuff. But once he gives me understanding of his perspective on something, I take that pers- that revelation as him inviting me into the process to work with him on, on doing it. Oh. No, that's, that's really helpful. I don't think I've heard it articulated ever in quite that way that way before. Um, what what about the next step? Because it's one thing for you for 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 God to be giving you an impression of what's next, but you've got to get other people on board. So yes, how do you go yeah. about vision casting and, oh, yeah. and and helping helping others catch your vision? Sure, and a good question. So with that, what I normally do, I would and I've made some mistakes. So I thought my mistakes in the past, I would have looked for people who would just thought this made sense to be on the team. Um, so I, looked, I judged with, with my eyes. I looked at qualifications. I looked at those kind of things first and brought them on board and say, let's do this. And they said, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And then when the work starts, I'm pretty much driving all the work and they're not driving anything. Um, and I've had that and I've, I've learned from that experience to take my time and pray and ask God for the people. Um, ask him to show him um, pew might be when you have convos listen to people's heart mm-hmm. um, beat listen to what excites them listen to um, where God might be leading them see if there's any synergies with what you're doing um, share tidbits of, of what your heart see if what you say ignites their fire mm. or they look at you and like think that's nice <laughs> You know, I'm okay. What well, what's for dinner? You know, um, so so those kind of things I I've, yeah. I've, I've I've begun to do. So this tree of life, I've, I've done that. So there's one mm. guy I've had I'm a lot of talking with just about us and him, just his life, his characters, his process with the Lord, yeah. and those convos have begun to let me know. Okay, this is a guy you might be working with, and I get hints, and then I begin to see a subject gently, see him if he's excited, if he's open. And mm-hmm. if they see God working in him to give him a heart for me, I take it as an indication of a possible partner. Yeah. And then they yeah. cast more vision and we go down the road of that. So that's what I've been doing with Tree of Life. So we now have three, two guys on board mm-hmm. um, who's, who, when I speak, my vision lights their fire in the Lord. And mm-hmm. it's not Aiden's fire, is that they can see the fire of Christ through what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. it's their fire in Christ too. So it's not just Aiden's vision that they want to, execute because that wouldn't work that wouldn't last right mm-hmm. um so those are some of the key things i've i've learned to do through mistakes that i'm learning to do um no by by no means mastered it um but i'm now in the process of learning and sharing with you as i make a walk and stumble about trying to um be a pioneer in the lord yeah well i think as leaders i think we've all had that experience i know for myself uh, this this came evident to me when i was discipling some men some men like took off like wildfire, grew like crazy. Others, 
I coined the term, it's like you're pushing a wet noodle and you, you can't push a wet noodle, right? No, you cannot. And so that's where you're, you're step back and you say, hey, Lord, I want you to bring the right people to the team. I want you to bring the right people. And, and now, you know, my approach is, hey, you know, I'll give them a business card and say, you know, I'd, I'd love to connect with you on discipleship type thing and then uh, then walk away. And if they, the nice, those that call me back, I know that that's, that's the, that their, their interest, their interest is real yes, yes. as opposed yeah. to me constantly pushing and pushing. And then it's like, yeah, it's a, so, so, and then what you're, really, what, you're what you're looking for is a DNA fit right? You're, you're wanting to, to, to have a good DNA fit with, 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 with what your vision is. And you're kind of feeding it to them drip, like dripping yes. the vision to them over time and seeing how they respond, seeing what lights their fire. So yeah, that's, that's really good advice. That really is Adrian. I, lo- I, I love yours too. Um, card and I'm gone. Let's, let's see the ball, the ball's your court. Let's see what you do. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yep. And, and about your wife, totally get that like uh, with uh it's it's like our wives come alongside and they're they're like like myself i didn't have any tact until i got married and then i i realized you know half the things i say are offending people and i had no idea i was even doing that and uh, uh yeah what would we do without our wives without, without our wives even <laughs> yeah that's that's great good it, it, you know, it's been interesting to hear I, every, every person who is in leadership, um, whether you're in the digital space or whatever space you're going through a time, you're going to be going through a time when you're structuring your team and yeah. what you just described, I think is super helpful as far as cash ca- capturing a vision, being able to, cause sometimes when as, as, as leaders, we can like just blow people over with our vision and either everybody gets on because, Hey, we want to, and kind of going with the flow or it's like drives them farther away. And so I I love your approach of kind of, 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 of drip, dripping the vision over time and, and drawing the right people, drawing the right people. Painful lessons, painful lessons learned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What is next with the tree of life and with victory gardens? Sure. So with more, with, well, with Tree of Life more so, next stage is, is really scale. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did our pilot, like I said, we did our first eight week, you know, in, um, encounter with those ministries, mm-hmm. um, got good success and um, good feedback. Now it's a matter of scaling that process. So we have a leader in Geneva, me, one in Trinidad, and one in Barbados. Um, okay. So now it's a matter of looking at the systems of growing and managing a ministry that has leadership in three different um, locations, Mm -hmm. um, building depth to and breadth, well, depth to the systems and breadth to the offerings that we give to pioneering leaders. So so we already laid out the courses we want to um, train people in. So one path would be um, spiritual formation, which deals with training people on how to be, and then training, just training how to do. So we separate those two things um, because a leaders make a mistake of thinking because they're doing their being. And that's not true. Yeah, very true. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, Christ, Christ, I think Christ gives us real indication when, he, when, he, when the guys came back from their trip, um, their, their first mission trip. And he says, Jesus, even the demons, you know, are, are, are obeying us. In other words, we got really good feedback. Our ministry was booming. It was awesome, Jesus. We got we have, we have success. And Christ says, "Okay, hold, that's all good, but hold tight. 
the most important thing is that your name is written in the book of life. In other words, you know me. Yeah. That's central. Yeah. Success ministry, that's all good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I saw it too. I was rejoicing in my spirit. But what's, what's central is who you are and what you are with me. So we want to make sure that leaders are grounded um, and never, never leave that central place of intimacy, physical love of Christ. Because out of that, we'll flow all the works we want to do. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that that's that's really good. And so it sounds like you're are your core what type of courses are you going to be providing? Will it be in person, sure. online, workshop based? Both. What, Both. That? Yeah. Okay. So okay. so we will definitely be online as well as as in person. Um, not only because of COVID, <laughs> just because <laughs> we have three leaders in three different countries. So we will have some online online courses that are being run so for example there is a spiritual formation course that's being done by one of our partners um that would be a, a, a online course that um they do together in zoom or mm-hmm. meeting or, or whatever environment we choose that works best for, for that um the course we did for eight weeks which is which is ministry design that was also an online course as well um so we will have some eight week 12 week courses um that we will do um online as well as intensive weekend get-togethers um where we kind of dig down deep into a particular issue um so we'll have those um both online as well as offline what we're currently discussing now is if we should have a like a 12 month long um offering where Mm -hmm. we take people through entire immersion process where all those things are kind of built into it in a 12 Mm -hmm. month period so that's what we're currently discussing now um, and I'm really leaning towards because I think if someone is willing to dedicate nine, 10 months into this process, the chance of them coming out of it and falling through to build what the city came to do is higher than if they just spent four weeks and sure. the input is not as high as it, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's really that's really good. And I can tell as you're thinking through how to scale, I mean, mm-hmm. courses that you're setting up, whether they're synchronous or asynchronous, online or offline. You know, at the end of the day, you're still wanting to impact people's hearts, and uh, yeah, um, uh, no, you know these whether it's Zoom or or other collaboration tools, those are the, they're just that they're just tools to be able to 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 uh, provide information and learning yeah. to help impact people's hearts and and and, and change Amen. from the inside out. Amen. So, Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 So yeah. so yes. Yeah, so- and that's what we're currently um, working through now, um, those, those weeds. But I, I find that part exhilarating. Okay. Um, that part ma- makes me happy. <laughs> that's great. That's good. Yeah. Well, this has been super helpful, super insightful to hear, uh, number one, your passion for bringing entrepreneurship into uh, in, in movements, into the, into the body of Christ and uh, doing that and, and impacting you know, not just working in the church, but impacting the entire communities for uh, bringing a biblical thinking about, you know, how does, uh, what does scripture say about the economy? What does scripture say yeah. about all these different things and realizing yeah. you're a holistic person. We're not just uh, in the, all these different categories. Um, Definitely. Can, can you just share with us what, what is one book or blogger resource that you've read recently that's impacted you that you, that our audience would find helpful? Or one. All right. So um, there's a book that I recently read called Ultimate Intention hmm. by Defern Frumke. Okay. Um, it's, it's an old book, but it's one that it's, it, it, it's impacting me because it really 
um, centers me to look at what the crux of the gospel and God is all about um, through through fresh lens. So that is definitely one that I will reread again, and it's been um, impactful to me. One, oh gosh, but yeah, I'll miss that one. But there's other names I can think about that. Um, or me mentors would be him, um, watch me. I would say I'll call I call a mentor, uh-huh. um, Austin T. Sparks. Um, I would call him call a mentor. Um, I also like Frank Viola's stuff as well too. Um, Neil Cole. So yeah, some guys that I I, I like to read. Oh, that's good. One that's was so really fun. hard, Chad. I'm sorry. One was I, I tried. <laughs> sorry, I'm not being disciplined. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's those are those are uh, good. Good references. And uh, yeah, I had not heard of that book, Ultimate Intention. So I'll, be, I'll look forward to looking that one up. Good. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. It's really yeah. good. It's really good. Adrian, how can people best contact you if they want to find out more about you, your work, or what you're doing in the different areas? Sure, sure. Well, at this stage, um, I think probably my um, LJC Facebook page would be a good place um, okay. to connect with me. Or even my personal page, um, it, um, it's fine. Um, also, you can go to um, ILJ, the ILJC Movement um that's also the website that we're currently building out which we will talk to chat about on a separate chat you know <laughs> get some insight but um but that's a space that we're um putting everything together so we can find us there but i think the most easiest one will be our facebook page at this point um ilgsc um on facebook and you can contact me there um, message me there and we can start a dialogue conversation i'd love to talk with you and know what you're doing fantastic Good. Well, we will include all these references in our show notes. So um, if a person wants to reach out to you, just go to our show notes, click on it, and you can go directly to your Facebook page that way. So Adrian, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for your insights. And just excited to see how God's going to continue to use you to create movements that impact people down in the Caribbean. Thank you so much for this chance. And I'm glad that um, it could be a help and service. Awesome. Great. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Wow. Couldn't you just hear Adrian's passion for seeing people flourish and his humility of learning from, from his wins and his mistakes over the years? I hope you're blessed from this conversation as much as I was. One of the best ways to learn is to connect with others. And I want to invite you to attend Five Hughes Digital Ministry Conference coming up October 6th and 7th. You'll be learning from other experts how to scale your digital outreach. It's a fast-paced two days covering topics on the latest trends on social media, video, personalization, and much more. Reserve your spot today at digitalministryconference.com. Thanks so much for listening to the Ministry at Scale podcast. Until next week, keep learning, keep growing, keep impacting your world for Christ.